Hello, good evening, how is everyone? What a beautiful day to, um, to study the Bible, to chill. It's rain here in Boston, uh, a little bit windy. It's the second day of uh, spring 2019. So, as usual, New England weather yesterday was like 51 degrees and today is, I don't know, 30, 30 something. But uh, only New Englanders knows the weather. Uh, you have to check outside before you leave the house. You don't know what the surprise. Uh, either way, I love living here. Um, I wouldn't trade New England over any place in the world. It's just it's a nice place to live. Um, I love surprises. Anyway, how is everyone doing? How is your Bible study? Do you make diligent efforts to um, to make contact with the Word of God on daily basis? Uh, I created this podcast for that reason. Um, If you are busy, which you shouldn't be busy studying uh, the scripture, it should be your priority. It should be the most important thing you do on your daily basis, more than food you eat. If you eat three times a day to feed your flesh, you should think about doing three times a day to feed your spirit and if that is not possible then maybe you should cut down the time you eat to feed your flesh and eat to feed your soul Uh, I believe it's just about the choice uh, really it's not about being busy not being busy it's about the choice it's about priorities and um, whatever that matters to you obviously you will find time for it Anyway, um, I created this podcast, that's why it's called Word Today, and my name is Rachel, uh, because I want to bring the word every single day, uh, so that in your rush time, when you are in traffic, or you are running, and you're in the gym, or you are shopping, you can have your headphones and listen to the word of God, and and get fed that way, if you really don't have... um, much patience to sit and um, and read well even though i encourage you everyone to do that so today let's look at second samuel number seven twenty two. how do i pick these uh scriptures i pick them through the daily verses that comes over my phone from the bible app um I find it's the easiest way for me to digest the word of God in the morning, especially, is to just do one verse at a time. And then in the evening, I have uh, a longer reading plan where I read 
sometimes chapters uh, sometimes different books so it's all depend with what I have on my reading plan but as for today we have 2nd Samuel chapter 7 verse 22 let's go there and I'm going to read from New King James this is what the word of God says Um, therefore you are great O Lord God there is none like you nor is there any God besides you, according to all that we have heard with our ears. Therefore you are great, O Lord God, for there is none like you, nor is there any God besides you, according to all that we have heard with our ears. That is Second Samuel chapter 7, verse 22. Uh, the verse starts with the word therefore. Uh, uh, in order for us to understand the meat, in order for us to get some juices, some, some good stuff out of this verse, which is almost like in, incomplete because we don't know what is therefore, uh, what made him come to this place where he said therefore. Uh, so it's better to look at the context. That's where the context matters here. And when you speak about context, you are really talking about immediate verses before and after this verse, most of the time. But because it starts with therefore, in this case, we need to check the immediate verse before this verse. Uh, because you can even read on the last part of it, it said, according to all that we have heard with our ears. So there is something, uh, the writer, which I believe is King David, heard, and um, now he is concluding here with the therefore. So we need to go find out what did he heard so that we can also hear with him. Um and so, let us investigate. Um, if you check verse 21, for example, because that's 22, let's see 21, it says, For your words sake, and according to your own heart, you have done all these things, these great things to make your servant know them. Okay, verse 21 still begs us to keep going up. Now, that verse 20 says, Now, what more can David say to you? For you, Lord God, know your servant. Again, verse 20 doesn't give us an answer. It keeps begging us to keep going up, to keep going up. So, when you get to verse 20, uh, 20 uh, verse 18, you find a heading there. It says on King James, New King James uh, Version, it said, David, David's thanksgiving to God. So this was David's thanksgiving to God. But why David was giving thanksgiving to God in this particular book? So we find out that we need to dig deeper, which is to keep going further and um, as you read, you will, you will um, 
it will just push you to go to the first verse of chapter 7. Um, luckily, it doesn't ask us to go to previous chapters. It is a chapter that is stand alone. It have the whole story covered in one chapter. So uh, we don't need to go back to chapter 6 or, be, or beyond that or before that. Um, we just need to read um, the, the whole chapter 7. I'm not going to read all verses, but I'm going to summarize how did why David gave thanksgiving to God, which brought us to verse 22. Um, it happened that David, God had given David rest. He was, you know, he's a man of war. He started wars. He has been in war since he was a teenage. We can read the story of David when he was, he fought with Goriath. The giant Philistine and he killed him um, and, and that at that time he became the star and uh, Saul who was the king at that time was so he became jealous of him uh, and he have been chasing him around want to kill him so David was a man who always had been running around running away for his life because jealousy jealous people starting with the king of the country um, want to kill him and then when he became king himself enemies around him everywhere his own children and then the enemies of, of the whole nation of israel as a king he was supposed to you know to lead his people in wars and and, and orchestrate everything all the plans so he was a man always fighting but it came at point of a time when god gave him rest and, and on this chapter 7, that's what we find that David finally had some time to breathe. And at that time, he sat in his nice, beautiful house built with cedars um, while the temp, the, 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 the um, what do you call that? Um, oh man, give me the name, the tabernacle. God's tabernacle was just, you know, somewhere. Uh, he said in this chapter that uh, God's tabernacle was dwelling between the curtains. Uh, so it was somewhere that was not um, was not in a good uh, nice uh, building like his house. So he thought in his house he had this desire to build God a house, to build a nice house where he will put that temple so that Whenever he inquires of God, he goes to that temple where the, that, that tabernacle will be. But God, you know, he knows what we think in our hearts. Um, so he went to prophet Nathan. This is the same prophet who came uh, to David when David was uh, had an affair with Bathsheba and killed Bathsheba's husband. He's the same prophet who came and gave David the message with God saw and what will happen um and so this nathan was a prophet during the david reign um i don't know much his story with the end of him if he's out survived david or david left him first uh, I, I don't know much i won't go deeper into that um so nathan god came to nathan through vision and he told him that go tell david you cannot build me a house, uh, but I, I will build you a house. 
he gave him this huge promise to build David a house that will stand forever. Um, and obviously, God was not talking about a house built with um, uh, uh, human hands. He was not talking about physical house. He was not talking about you know the place like where we are with the roof and 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 others. He was talking about Jesus actually. That he gonna build him a house. He gonna build David a name uh, forever. And, and 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 if you remember when um, Jesus himself called himself a rock. He called himself a cornerstone. He always liked to use uh, metaphors related to buildings. Um, so these are all things that he was referring um, to himself. Even to us, he was telling us, you build the house on this rock. Uh, if, even if some storms of life comes, that house will not be shaken. Um, but obviously, he was talking about a spiritual house even though someday they're going to be uh, physical houses but at that time he was talking about spiritual house he was talking about Jesus the coming of Jesus and Jesus is going to be his son and his name his kingdom will be established forever and David was given an honor to be the father of Jesus and that's why Jesus used to call himself or people used to call Jesus the son of David. So that's the promise. And Nathan went and told David, and David was in awe. He was stunned with this promise. And so that's where this thanksgiving from verse 18 came. Uh, let's read these few verses. Verse 18 says, Then King David went in and sat before the Lord. After Nathan told him uh, everything, the vision, the message he heard from God, and he said, Who am I, O Lord, God, and what is my house that you have brought me this far? Remember, David was a, a, a shepherd, was in the sheepfold. His brothers overlooked him when Samuel, the judge, went to appoint uh, one of them to be the next king. Uh, when God sent him to the house of Jesse, remember all his brothers came, um, seven brothers actually, they came forward and everyone God say, no, the spirit of the Lord keep telling someone, no, not this one, not this one, not this one, until all seven were, they passed uh, through him. So Samuel was like, is there another son? And they say, yeah, but you know, he's young and he's a shepherd. He's probably praying with sheep. And Samuel told them that we are not going to eat until he comes here. And when David came, that's when the Spirit of God told told Samuel, this is the king. And uh, from there on, we are told the Spirit of God never left David, literally. And he was just a young kid. And from there, after some time, that's when he went to kill Goliath, the Philistine giant. And then it just he keeps his star keeps going up, um, so that's why David here remembers. He say number eighteen, number yeah, who am I, O Lord God, and what is my house that you have brought me this far? And yet 
this was a small thing in your sight. And that was a really small thing in God's sight. Oh, Lord God, and you have also spoken of your servant's house for a great while to come. That is a far distance. So David understood God was not talking about a house with wood uh, or bricks or mortars. He was talking about the real house, which is Jesus. Um, and you have spoken of your servant house for a great while to come. It means far distance. Is this the manner of man, O oh Lord God? Now, now more, now what more can David say to you? Like, like sometimes you, God is so good to you that you don't even know how to give him thanks. You don't even know what to say. But he knows how much you appreciate it. Verse 20, say, now what more can David say to you? For you, Lord, know your servant. For your words sake, what God have said already. For his words sake and according to his, to God's own heart, you have done all these great things to make your servant know them. What David is implying here, he made he, God have opened David's ears to understand what he meant by I will build you a house. Therefore, that's when we get to verse 22. Therefore, you are great. The praise started there, O oh Lord God, for there is none like you. Nor is there any God besides you, according to all that we have heard with our ears. What did David heard? It's what, what Nathan just told him. That God will build him a house. And his kingdom he will be forever. And he's saying in, in, in some verses that um, he will be my son. He was talking about Jesus. He said uh, if he... If he sin, if iniquity come to him, uh, I will chasten him with the, with with stripes of men and the rod of men. Um, but all this he was talking about the cross that Jesus Jesus was not sin was not um, Jesus was sinless. He didn't have any sin, but he carried our sin on the cross. So that act of him carrying our sin was was like himself sinning. That's why God said that um, uh, if, if iniquity is found in him, I will chasten him. And, and Jesus was really uh, striking. Um, he was oppressed um, on the cross. He was despised. He carried uh, our sin. He bore them, our iniquities. Um, he, he, was, he was wounded for us. And so all these things he was to, to speaking uh, prophetically. And David was able to understand. So that's why on verse 22, he said, No, is there any God beside you according to all that we have heard with our ears? And then those praises goes on all the way to verse 29. And so that is our, our verse for today uh, there are times when when you read the word you should uh it depend some words as uh, stand alone some i mean scriptures as stand alone like you can read just read one scripture and by itself you'll be able to get the message maybe it's just a command or an application 
uh, but there are others that you need to go further than that and that's that's the case with uh, the verse today second samuel 7 uh, let me read one more time to you it says therefore you are great that is a praise O lord god for there is none like you nor is there any god besides you according to all that we have heard in our ears and obvious you and i can relate in one way or the other in this uh, the fact that everything god has said in his word his bible that's what we hear from his own mouth that's what we hear according to all that he has spoken this is his spoken word it's our job to hear it and when that revelation comes um, forth to you when, 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 when your ears are opened to understand the revelation of the word of God do you know how much joy do you know how much joy I cannot imagine the the, 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 um, the condition David was in when, when Nathan had dropped that message to him it, it was probably overwhelming to him he lost words he didn't know what else to say like what do you say what how can you even do what can you do to 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 give him thanks and um you know obviously he god doesn't want anything he just wants us to love him to praise him to worship him and to walk in his ways um and when you read uh from this verse 22 down, or actually from verse 18 down all the way to 29, you can see um, that David was just overwhelmed and all he had was doing was just to praise God. Uh, and I believe God was, was pleased with that. And so that's something you and I can learn also um, when, we, when we are studying the word and um, there's different way to study. You can study just, just like you're reading a Bible. Or you can study as if you're reading truly the word of God and God is speaking with you. He's giving you instruction. He is revealing things to you. And when that revelation just come to you and you understand, uh, it's, it's just beautiful. Um, beautiful i don't know if i should put the word feeling it's just awesome um it's just amazing you cannot get enough of his word you cannot get enough of um you want more you you desire more of him you just fall in love with him all over again um it's it's just a wonderful thing so i encourage everyone to um to earnestly to earnestly make an effort to, um, to take some time, have, have, have time to, 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 to read the word. It, it is our own, very own um, life, I would say. I, I don't know how can a person survive without the word of God. I want to hear from him every day. I want to hear from him every single moment. Um, and so that is our word for today. Um, I hope this blesses you, and I would challenge you to um, to get, take some time this weekend and study some verses in Jesus' name. And do not be a person who 
scriptures like they are praying rorate or rate right what do you call like you and cas- this is not a casino gambling um have have a have a plan have a bible reading uh plan or something to uh keep you on your toes to to make you excited and to challenge you actually because when you have a plan you know you are going by that plan you have no choice but to go by the by that plan and then you make an effort you prepare yourself um to hear and to receive not to prepare yourself you you humble yourself before God so that he can open your eyes to you, of your understanding to know what what he's about to tell you and and uh, that that's the beauty that's where they all the fun uh all right without further doing thank you for listening be blessed in Jesus name